You're listening to the Warrior Rulebook Podcast, Episode 5. This is the college edition. dun dun dun, dun. So I polled you guys a few weeks ago just to see what your thoughts were on college and for the people that already went through college, uh, what questions they had when they were first starting college, just to encourage other people that are coming into college. And I also asked people that were starting college what questions they had, and I wanted to answer them today. Ready? Let's talk. You're listening to the Warrior Rulebook Podcast with me, Monique Harmon. I'm a God-fearing, bright fashion blogger, also known as Pretty Geek, where I share tips on how to activate that part of you that sets your soul on fire to fight whatever life throws at you. Come on, share your story with me. This episode is brought to you by Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place all for free. You can use their creation tools to allow yourself to record and edit your podcast so they will sound amazing. They'll distribute your podcast for you as well so it can be heard everywhere on different platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. So Sharita says, where is the cafeteria? Yeah, that's a really good question because it was hard for me to remember like where all the dining spots were on campus, the dining halls. So I kept going to the student center um, because they had a food court in there. I just get some Chick-fil-A, but I started gradually making myself go to the dining hall a lot more and they actually have some really good food. So it was fun doing that. But yeah, definitely important to know where the food is you can pretty much check if your school has like a student center you could check online and see where your dining hall is rick says how to get around the campus and how to have a break between classes yes oh my gosh that was so overwhelming when i first went to college because everything just seemed like so far away like i was trying to get to the students financial services to get something squared away i was late for class like the first day because of that and you know, of course, the professor was understanding because they're like, it's the first day she probably got lost. But I mean, I think I was the only person that got quote unquote lost for that class. So yeah, it was really far. And so you definitely learn to like, allow yourself enough time to get between spots because just because in theory, it takes five minutes to get to different places like the library or to the dining hall, you have to be within you know the five minute distance for that to actually be true because sometimes your mind might play a trick on you and be like oh yeah that's just that's like five minutes up the road but no you actually have to walk 10 minutes to get to this street and then it will take five minutes to get to that place so I definitely went through that and was late a few times (laughs) because I did that little mind trick so yeah the best advice is just allow yourself a lot plenty of time to get to class and plenty of time to get to work if you work on campus and just the different activities in general um i remember like closer i think um i remember the few times that i was really early for something and just to show up to class like 15 20 minutes early while no one was in there or it might be one or two other people in there it's a really rewarding feeling because it's like you're just chilling like you you're not rushing you're not trying to finish a last minute assignment you're there so yeah 
in. Uh, to have a break in between your classes, I would say make sure that you don't schedule everything back to back. Um, I know we did that in high school, but you don't want to do that in college because um, most classes, well, in my experience, most classes were two hours long, some even three hours long. And so you want to make sure you have enough time uh, between a couple of your classes for lunch or if you just want to take a break or you want to meet up with a friend or you want to meet up for some event because if you stack all your classes together then you have less of a chance uh really to breathe because it's like think about it like if you have a big project you have to work on and you know how college is you know how school is in general all the professors all the teachers are going to have assignments due on the same day because like they got to make sure they get through their grading period and so you want to make sure that you allow yourself, you know, just in case you need to do like a last minute thing um, or a last minute piece that you want to put on your project. You don't want to be scrambling because right after that you have to go to math or something like that. And, you know, you just want to allow yourself enough time to get all your stuff done. Um, because, you know, in college and, you know, in school in general, like most of your assignments, tests, all of that is going to be happening on the same day. So you just want to allow yourself enough time to get everything done. Okay, Esther says, uh, my college timeline as far as how far I want it to go. Um, yeah, so you definitely want to take into consideration how detailed you want to go with your major um, because some people may just want you know the general knowledge that everybody needs to know um, or you might want to have a concentration in something which requires a bit more studying in that area so you want to make sure that you're adequately um, you know seeing the timeline of okay this is what class I'm gonna have to take every uh, semester these are the classes that I have to take in order to satisfy these requirements because the worst thing you can do is you know blow through about two years of college and realize that you took all the wrong classes or you didn't take enough classes in one semester to make sure that you're on point to graduate so ryan says i'm doing a college course while currently a senior in high school so that's one of the good things that some students do uh, in order to prepare for college is by taking a college course um, before actually entering college. I did do that for one of my English classes and was able to knock out a requirement before I even got to college. So I was really happy because um, it was a little rough <laughs> taking that class. So like I didn't want to have to take it again when I went to college. So that saved me time and energy. So like if you have the space in your schedule to get it done, it'll expose you to some things in college and that way you're kind of like a step ahead of some of the students that did not take college preparatory classes. So Mariah says, do colleges intentionally not tell you about certain programs that will help you financially? So to answer that question, it's kind of like a store is in your neighborhood and you normally go to that store for everything. They're not really going to tell you you know, you can get this exact same product at some place cheaper. Some companies now are doing the price match thing where if you tell them like, oh, I went to this 
similar store and I it's cheaper here like can I buy it for that price and they'll be nice to you about it and do it for you um, I'm not sure if all companies do that but I do know that some are starting to do that so it's kind of that concept they're not going to tell you oh you can get this somewhere cheaper like they want you to buy from them so that's why I would say that the colleges need to make money because they're a business and so they give you some financial aid but they also expect that you're going to be like either taking out loans or you know have other scholarships um, to cover the cost of attending college so this report on vox.com says that federal grants overwhelmingly go to poor students and the scholarships and grants offered by the colleges themselves which account for 19 percent of all financial aid are all over the map so transfer students waitlisted students and international students are the most likely to have financial need considered at some point and so this happens even with at selective universities according to vox.com it says admissions officers say financial need is rarely the determining factor and is most likely to affect students according to vox.com admissions officers say that financial need is rarely the determining factor um and whether or not like students can cover their cost of tuition so usually they give you a financial aid package which includes grants and also loans now grants they don't have to be paid back but loans have to be paid back because the loans are covering the difference between your price of tuition and what the family is being expected to pay so the loans kind of bridge that gap between your tuition and what your family is going to pay so loans do have to be paid back in interest loans federal loans are considered financial aid because they're handed out with a credit check and at lower rates than students would pay a bank or credit card company the article also goes on to say that many colleges though don't promise to meet a student's full financial need like admitting students without regard to their financial situation is a promise many can't afford to make so students at those colleges are likely to have to borrow more money box.com is using this example so if a college has a certain amount of money that they can give away for financial aid um, it can be used to either cover the full price of one low-income student or they can you know split that money into what they call scholarships and disperse it throughout the group of children so that the students are getting some sort of aid and it's not just happening for one person or one student it also says that some recipients of merit aid are below the average academically one in five students with combined sat scores below 700 at a possible 1600 received merit in 2007 according to the national center for education statistics so did more of one quarter of students with sat scores below a thousand and so that means they scored below a c average in college so it says that in some cases the colleges expect the family to contribute to your education so they're not willing to cover everything or your whole tuition bill because 
like I said before, they want to get paid their business. Okay, so this is interesting. It says middle class and wealthy families benefit from tax credits and deductions for tuition payments and student loan interest. There's also a tax advantage for college saving. Total tax credits and deductions for higher education expenses will add up to about $34 billion this year, which is slightly larger than the Pell Grant um, program, which typically goes to um, low-income students. Of course, everybody knows like the dollar amount in loans that you take out isn't always um, the same as when you're paying your loans back because you have that interest there and that's why a lot of people get into debt really quickly. The programs which are available only for federal student loans base monthly payments on the borrower's income and so it may take them up to 20 years to pay off the loan. So the remaining balance may be forgiven but you don't want to bank yourself on that. You want to pay back your loan so your credit will be good. If it's obvious that people are like continuing to struggle paying their loans back, then they'll eventually be forgiven. But like I said, it'll mess up your credit. So you don't want to do that. You want to make sure you're able to pay off your loans. There was a survey of the college and university admissions directors uh, for inside higher education that found that 55% of colleges and 65% of private colleges um, admit students without offering them enough aid to meet their need for that semester or year. They admit to doing that. And so that causes families to take out even more loans and, you know, contribute to paying um, for the student that is going. So you definitely want to be careful about those pitfalls. I would say just try to, like, you know, find more scholarships. And sometimes based on like how your professors may see like how you're doing in school in a particular class or even in a program, like if you're in some registered student organization, if they see that you're working really hard to graduate and you're a good person, they may even enter you for a scholarship. I remember one time for the journalism department, I was entered in uh, to win a scholarship and I had no idea like I didn't even have to apply for it like a professor uh, chose me um, I think it was the faculty that actually ended up picking me to uh, win that scholarship so I'm very thankful for that so I would just I would definitely say um, sometimes they even give scholarships like if you want to study abroad so you would just have to talk to the right offices on campus to see if they have any resources or any scholarships that you can apply for but definitely ask I would definitely say like take the initiative to ask because people aren't just gonna willingly give you things so it's like you're the adult so they see you as the adult so that's why um, they want you to go out and you know ask for things because if you don't say anything you'll miss out on a lot of things like I'm telling you that right now whatever website that your college has like for updates whatever's going on in students what's ever going on in the students section you just want to make sure like you're updated on that your email is going to be a really great resource in college because i can't tell you i have got thousands of emails over my college career and so it's just good to always be in the know and make sure you sign up for alerts on campus like if the campus police saw some strange suspicious activity or the buses are down for the day you're gonna have to walk or it may not be safe to go to class just be very plugged in to your school to know what's going on 
Whoa, pause. I'll jump right back into the topic I'm discussing with you. But first, I want to tell you about one of my favorite brands. Modesty is very important to me and Culture Hijab helps me accomplish this every day with their variety of headscarves. They come in unique colors, materials, and sizes. I love the premium size, which gives me more material to style my favorite hijab looks. Just some of the hijab materials they sell are cotton, printed, jersey and suede which is perfect for fall go to culturehijab.com and use my unique code for my listeners monique 10 to save 10 percent on your first order today again that is m-o-n-i-q-u-e 10 and save 10 percent on your first order happy styling so some rules that i would give for having a successful um college career is definitely staying in the know like we reviewed earlier like you you need to know what's going on um so that nothing is surprising you and you can get the best out of your experience at college because you want to know what events and things are happening on campus you want to know um like what events like really resonate with you what classes resonate with you because they have guest professors they may have some film series that you can watch um that kind of ties to the month or ties to the history um in some way or it may help you uh with one of your classes that you have to take and you watch that movie or you watch that video and it just gives you so much information um because sometimes we won't willingly look out for that information ourselves like unless we're you know kind of pushed or nudged into that direction so those are definitely helpful I would also say definitely use the library as a good resource, as a nice quiet space, nice place to study. You can use the computer if you don't have your laptop with you that day. I was fortunate enough to attend a college where we had different types of multimedia equipment. So before I got my own camera, I was able to check out a camera, check out a mic, check out uh, just different things just to be able to put on a little production. So that was nice to have. I actually use my old laptop, but when I was having trouble with my laptop, I checked out and used one of the laptops from my school. And I was very thankful for that. Like they have a lot of resources. So you definitely want to ask, inquire if you don't see, pay attention on your first day um, because that's where you get most of the information. You also get most of the information on discovery days if your college has that sort of thing like orientation. And you, def- you definitely learn from a student perspective of like how you can succeed there because having somebody that's already been through it they share their experiences kind of like what I'm doing now I'm just not an official tour guide but I'm trying to drop some gems here but also say make sure that you talk to whoever your um, student advisor is because they manage a lot of students they probably teach some classes so they're not going to be thinking about you every minute of the day they're not they're probably not going to be thinking about you any day unless you shoot them an email like hey I need to meet I need to fix my schedule um definitely reach out to them it's really good to be um in person for office hours um with your professor or with your student advisor because they could definitely help you um in your classes or you know see if you need to switch majors like if this major isn't working out for you so you definitely want to talk to them it's a lot better having uh, a human uh, communication rather than trying to just switch your major online like you could do that but it's like you have to make sure that you're aware of the consequences of switching a major like maybe not all your credits are going to 
um, switch over if you're not in the same college distinction um, section of the college. So you definitely want to make sure that your credits switch over so you're on time to graduate. So I would definitely say that. Be prompt. Be alert. Just know your stuff. Like try to study for exams and work on projects ahead of time. And what I started doing was reviewing the material shortly after I had that class. Just so like it could resonate in my mind what I went over that week. Sometimes you may be consumed by so much information that day, like you may not want to just immediately go back to the textbook and read what you learned in class. So I would say, you know, give yourself a mental break until you're able to go back to it and review it so you can review it with a clear mind, committing that information to memory. I'd also say don't be afraid to eat alone at the dining hall because you're going to have different schedules than your friends. And so back in high school when it was convenient to be sitting with your friends because you all had the same lunch period you may not have that in college like there there is no lunch time like the lunch time is what you make it so you make your own schedule so you have to make sure that you're productive like okay I'm going to this class and then I have to I have just enough time to eat and then I got to run to class like your lunch time could be anywhere from like 10 minutes to a whole hour it depends on your schedule so like that's to say your friends may be going to work or they may be going to another class while you have a break so you may not have time to meet up so it's like it's perfectly fine just go just get your food sit down eat a lot of people they'll be watching videos on their phone with headphones or they'll be just reading something and so you kind of forget that you're alone and it's completely normal like a lot of people do that definitely commit time for your friends now This is not to say to do this every day or every week, but you definitely want to make sure that you're having some sort of social component in college. You don't want it to be all about your studies because you'll burn out. You start missing the real world. And it's like a lot of people think that they can just go on social media just to say that they had an outside connection. But it's good to be grounded again with your friends. And like even if it's for a quick drink of coffee, if you're able to just to vent about your week, vent about your day, and you know just talk to them, keep that connection going, then that'll be really beneficial. You want to make sure that you don't stay on the phone with them like the whole time, where as you're not getting any homework done. Because I definitely had a problem with that when I first started college. Like I would just be texting, like oh my god, for hours on end. My mom would always yell at me and be like, "You need to do your homework." Like you can talk to them later and so I definitely started uh, doing that and I did a lot better my classes so those are just a few tips that I had to share and I hope everyone has a great year I hope your year is going well because I know this podcast is going out a little bit later um, than uh, when school started so I hope everybody's doing well so like write in like let me know also make sure you join the Warrior Rulebook podcast Facebook group And we can talk about any college topics you want to talk about there further. Thanks, guys, for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Warrior Rulebook podcast. If you like what you heard, share it with a friend and join me over at the Warrior Rulebook podcast insider group on Facebook. And don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more tips on how to be resilient in this world.